I'm Laura Linney, and this is Masterpiece Classic. Previously on Downton Abbey, after a fire in Ireland, Lady Sybil and Tom Branson are back at Downton, and it doesn't look like they can leave England. Also, Mr. Bates and his cellmate Craig are still going at it. Ethel, she had to give up her kid, and a whole bunch of other stuff happened. Let's see what goes on this week on Downton Abbey. She's gone, she's gone, oh I, oh I, I better learn how to face it. She's gone, she's gone, oh I, oh I, I pay the devil to replace her. She's gone, and she's gone, oh I, what went wrong? We're here. We're back. Um, I think there's a, a couple things we have to tend to before we get to this episode. Uh, recently, I so just a little inside baseball. Dave runs our Twitter account, the Lord's Grant the Pod for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I I run the Instagram, and we kind of just trust each other to handle it. Facebook, it just we repost stuff on there or whatever. But recently, I noticed Dave on Twitter, you've been you followed the Ian Glenn fan club. It was it was said that it was him initially, so that's why I hit follow. Did it have the blue check mark? I didn't check, <laughs> but you retweeted a a gif of him, right? Yeah, of course I did. I, I mean, look, he, he is number two on our rankings for characters of Carlisle, but I think we need to calm down on the England <laughs> fandom. I don't I don't know how many Downton fans really are are wanting more of him. It doesn't matter. It's, it's <laughs> what, well, right. sometimes I accidentally do. Leave the the our Lords of Grantham Twitter, which is at Lords of Grantham on Twitter, mm-hmm. logged in on my phone, and I'll be like on Reddit, and I'll see a tweet, mm-hmm. and I'll go and it'll be like a wrestler t- tweeting something witty, and I'll retweet it, and then I'll immediately realize that Lords of Grantham just retweeted like <laughs> the Velveteen Dream, and I need to go it's like, uh oh, this is unrelated. Yeah, no, I do the same where I leave my Instagram logged in sometimes as Lords of Grantham, but I only follow Downton Abbey related accounts and uh, actors from the show and stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, if I was actually on like Twitter, it would be fine. But if it's I'm perusing the internet and mm-hmm. an article links something, that's why it's always like wrestling or <laughs> retweet mm-hmm. for a chance to win a Funko Pop. So you know, maybe I should do double for Lords of Grant and then I win some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in other news, um, so a couple months ago, I showed you a trailer for a movie coming out called the Guernsey Literary Potato Society. Mm-hmm. It featured prominently four Downton Abbey actors. Yep. Uh, including including Lady Sybil. Is not Branson. Uh, not Isabel. Isabel. Rose. Uh, cousin Rose. Cousin right? Cousin Rose, who we have, we have not met yet on the show. And then um, Matthew Good, who we have not met on the show yet either. Mm-hmm. It just came out on Netflix in the U.S. on Friday. Are the reviews good? Yeah. It has like over 70% on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. All right. Maybe so, we can do like the movie. Where we, we briefly talked about Paddington. I have Paddington 2 and I haven't watched it yet. Should we, we do like a double episode where we review Paddington 2 and... The Guernsey Literary Potato Society. I have to look at my phone to make sure I'm getting that name. Yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Why don't uh, all of our friends and fans and followers let us know if there's a favorite movie you have starring a Downton cast member. Mm -hmm. And we'll do a double or maybe triple movie review of Downton people. Hugh Bonneville's in uh, in Notting Hill. He's also in The Monuments Men. (laughs) Classic films. I mean, Notting Hill's a good movie, but... Monuments Men. Is it a good movie? I saw it in the theater. It's fine. That, that was your yeah yeah was like that was the reaction was like should I see that movie and you said 
It was pleasant. It's pleasant. <laughs> I have never seen the Monuments Men. Even with Maybe Hugh, if the fans demand it. There's so much other Hugh Bonneville content out there I'd rather watch. This has George Clooney and Matt Damon. Does it have anyone else from Downton Abbey? Uh, Jean Desjardins. He's not from Downton Abbey. <laughs> Maybe uh, Molesley gets killed or something. The soldier. If he's not in the IMD credit listing, I doubt he's in that show, in that movie. Know, he needs money. Maybe, maybe. Maybe Major Bryant is in it. Yeah. But uh, we need to get to this episode, because this is a, a monumental episode. Yeah. Before we get into the episode, though, oh, Amazon yeah? Prime added a feature that you can skip the intro. What? Like Netflix. Why would you do that, though? Like Netflix, like I always skip the intro to Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Because it's a terrible intro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or like a, like a Sons of Anarchy or Game of Thrones. They're a little lengthy. People like Game of Thrones, but it's a little lengthy. Mm-hmm. Westworld is a very long intro. Yeah, if you're trying to binge episodes, it but gets But that one, I've never skipped the intro. I like no. the song. It, it sets the mood. And also, the episode starts with like the outro of the song, so it kind of like leads right into the episode. So I'm never going to do that. Yeah, I know. The, that and Stranger Things. Downton and Stranger Things are the only shows that I don't skip the intro. Yeah, it, it makes the show better. Yeah, actually. exactly. Well, yeah, so this is a... Hopefully, you didn't skip our intro. Yeah, I, I I hope you're still listening. Uh, so this is a major major episode that it it is it, it stands out like in in terms of down episodes that come to mind. Like this is this is one of them. This uh, is a seminal episode, a very special episode of Downton Abbey. Uh, yeah, because uh, this is the the first. I mean, aside from Pamuk, this is the first major Crawley death. Is Crawley? What? No, P- Pamuk is not a Crawley. Oh no, I mean, sorry, I mean like a. I miss I misspoke there. In terms of major deaths in the show, this is the first one in in the family. Okay. Yeah. So not including William, not including Lavinia, right? Not including Kamal. Yeah, they didn't make it into the family yet. This is the first time a family member has passed. That family member is Sybil. Yeah. God, man, this of, is tough. Of all the sisters to pass, <laughs> not not happy Couldn't to have see you go. <laughs> well, yeah. Wasn't going to be Mary. Wasn't going to be Mary. No, no. But it, it, it's sad to see her go. She was. She was a. She was a pretty woman. That's that's, that's just that's me. what it boils down to. No, of course she is. Uh, she she's, a, a, also, she's a great character. She was a great character. She's they, a progressive character. Yeah, they did a good job building her up. And and just from following these Instagram accounts, the fandom around Sybil and Matthew or Sybil and Branson is like massive. People love them two together. And it's such a short amount of time that they were together on the yeah, show. Yeah, and we've complained about it pretty much every time they're together on screen that. Yeah, we weren't happy with the romance. They're not a great romantic couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but hearts go out to the, the fans of them, too, because, yeah, this is, a, this is a sad hopefully, episode. Hopefully you've coped with it, because it's been <laughs> however many years since the show about, aired. About five or six years. Yeah. Um, so this takes place, this episode takes place in, also of May of 1920. We're still in May of 1920. Mm-hmm. Did she go from, like, barely pregnant to, like, do? Cause didn't I just say that it's like The Walking Dead with Maggie, where she's been pregnant forever and we don't know what the deal is? I think they just kind of held it in the background until like they were ready to just like pull the trigger. Yeah, but this is set in the same month as the last two episodes. It, well, didn't they say it's an early birth or whatever? Like, it, yeah, but there's a difference between an early birth and like everyone's content that she's healthy and going to give birth. No one's like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. this is too early. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to, to say about this, but, you know, dwelling on that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, right out the gate. Yeah. Dr. Clarkson shows up to check on Sybil to make sure everything is okay. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't help but think how we rag on this man. Yeah. And there's a line of dialogue 
where I think it's Cora or somebody says, but can we go to bed now? And, <laughs> and Dr. Clarkson, Dr. Clarkson says, you all can go to bed and so can I. <laughs> and it's the most like Dr. Hibbert line. Where yeah. He's like I can. That's what matters to me. Yeah. 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 Um, this Dr. Philip character that's coming in there though. Dr. Philip McGraw. Is that, no, he's not Dr. <laughs> Phil. Uh, um, sir Philip, he's a sir as well as a doctor. Yeah, they spend a lot of time like talking him up. Like, you know, this guy's job exclusively is just to deliver babies. Yeah, there's a lot of doctors that have that job. But he, but he's a special kind. He only does like royal babies. I'm sure that's the thing. Yeah, I, I guess so. But like, what did he do that like got him that job? Like, why, why is he the special guy for these babies? Well, he's a sir, so there's probably some context that we... Maybe, maybe we'll see him again. It's a family trade. It runs in the family there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's a lot there's there's a lot of consternation in the house of whether they should just have Philip in there or should we consult Dr. Clarkson Clarkson, the family doctor. And they they echo our sentiments about uh Dr. Clarkson being a buffoon. Do they really say that? Yeah, though? they're like he misdiagnosed Cousin Matthew. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then what's the other thing? Lavinia? Lavinia, yeah. yeah. If, if only he had known about Lavinia. Yeah. yeah. Imagine yeah. if someone's talking behind your back saying you're so bad at your job. Yeah. Well, I think that happens to all of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it is kind of funny how like they are re- reflecting like what we were saying, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, it didn't seem as stern as we give, we, give, uh, we give Clarkson a harder time than that family. But I guess they have a personal connection to him that we don't. Yeah. He's <laughs> known them since they were little girls. It's true. It's so true. They, they they bring in Sir Philip. Philip Tapsell. And he, excuse me, he does not want to have Clarkson around. Yeah, and Clarkson doesn't seem to like him either. Yeah, well, Clarkson seems a little annoyed that they're bringing in a specialist. Mm-hmm. Because this is the first baby at Downton. Clarkson, yeah. you can understand why Clarkson would want to be present for it. Yeah. He's been with them his whole life. But this is a, you know, you wouldn't go to your pediatrician to have a baby so it totally makes sense but i can see in 1920 this being an issue yeah i mean you want to have as many consultants in that room as possible to make sure that she's going to be okay Mm -hmm. um but philip puts them all at rest he says i'll get a baby out of you one way or another which uh causes grantham to choke on his water (laughs) when he says that because yeah he's going to get that baby Mm -hmm. and i'll say this much about dr phil He, he does get that baby eventually yeah so he did he did do his job in that respect but well, uh, well um clarkson is already a little weary about sybil yeah she's got like thick ankles yeah <laughs> and then doc, dr like dr philip or sir, sorry, dr phil yeah dr. sir philip is really like really upset with clarkson mm. he's like get out of here stop this maybe she does have thick ankles and he and dr clarkson <laughs> says she doesn't and he never is like oh i trust you you've been with these this family forever yeah he, he, and, and Dr. Clarkson suggests that Sybil may have clamsia. Mm-hmm. What, what is clamsia? I don't know. I didn't know. All right. Well, After well, this episode, I really don't necessarily feel the need to look it up. <laughs> but wait, I suppose we should out of... Uh, respect to Sybil. Out of respect to Lady Sybil. <laughs> uh, it's a set of seizures uh, that a woman has um, due to pressure uh, uh, d- during pregnancy due to high blood pressure and large amount of, amounts of protein in the urine. They actually say that in episode, large amounts of protein in the yep. urine, to which Grant says, my mother's here. But, you know, that's just a fact of life. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so onset may be before, during, or after delivery. So, I mean, as far as we can tell, everything's going okay. She's She has the baby. 
Well, she there's signs that something's up because mm-hmm. at one point she's in the room and she starts saying, "I'm on duty. What am I doing? I should be. Why am I at work? What am I doing?" And clearly, she's she uh, hasn't been a nurse in a long time. Yeah, yeah, she, and she is like, yeah, she's not with it. Um, and, and it's funny in the interim though she she has the she's there enough to consult like Cora and like Mary about like life after the baby like she wants mm-hmm. like Branson to be there um yeah she says it's gonna be a tough fight but you need to be on my side for it help yeah. me fight to Cora yeah they even have a, a talk about christening the baby or not <laughs> which uh, seems yeah. like a foreshadowing because it's like why are we talking about christening the baby or not and it's funny because she says she doesn't really want to do it but Matthew, but she knows Branson wants the Chris and the baby, and I, I imagine this will be drama later down the line. Yeah, great, great christening drama. <laughs> yeah, can't can't wait for that. Um, also, Branson is before she gives birth. He's talking about he has a brother in Liverpool. Oh, right. And it's like he's he goes to his wife mm-hmm. and says, "You know, I have a brother in Liverpool, so I can go work." Mm-hmm. She should know he has a brother in Liverpool and what he does for work. That is true. You should know what your spouse's siblings do. And also, is this like a family thing? Do they all just work on cars where they raised a dude? I mean, that? maybe it's a class thing for sure. They're, I mean, it's that's true. their lot in life. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sybil's having her last moments with everyone. Uh, but yeah, so Clarkson pitches to do a C-section. Mm-hmm. He, he thinks they should do that. That's a dangerous surgery. Even like, you know, I mean, today it's... It's fine. Yeah, it's not as bad. But like back then, like you're opening up her to like who knows what. So like, well, he sees the writing on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir Philip is like he keeps going if 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 mm-hmm. we can't be you know we can't do this on ifs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny though because at one point, um, Grantham asks like uh, Clarkson, "Do you guarantee that this would save her?" And then Clarkson says, "No." And then Phil in the background just puts his hands up in the air like. Told you so. What, what do you think? You know, <laughs> can't can't guarantee it. Guarantee it. Um, I, uh, but they're trying to decide what to do, and they're trying doing trying to decide without Branson in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lord Grantham saying, "I'm the Lord of this house." <laughs> in case you forgot, <laughs> uh, especially after listening to this podcast, who the Lord of the house is. Yeah. Uh, but he's a joint master. Right. That's right, with Matthew. Um, but Violet suggests, you know, the, the decision lies with the chauffeur. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not Branson or she, she, even in the most serious moment, she can make a comment so sharp and pointed and like mm-hmm. a mean shot at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, playing to the crowd there, you know, you're at home. <laughs> the chauffeur, she did it again. She's so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, the baby's born, and Philip is like, "My job is done here. I can go home. It's great." Uh, and then everyone's like, they're sorry they doubted him. Like, you know, it seems like everything was okay. Well, it should be noted that uh, Lord Grantham is the one that is absolutely on Sir Philip's side. Yeah. I mean, he hired him. This this guy delivers royalty, baby. Yeah. So he is absolutely siding with Sir Philip. Yeah. And then it, we get the knock on the door. Something's up with Sybil. Mm-hmm. And, and to be fair, like, Branson only sided with them because... It was, they didn't guarantee the safety of Sybil like with mm-hmm. Clarkson's procedure. Mm-hmm. So like, what what are you gonna do? Yeah, Sybil's sick. Uh, <laughs> she's dying. She she has she has like a, a she has seizure. Seizures. Yeah, straight up. That's that's. What... And like, have, have you ever seen a seizure in real life? No, I've seen seizure in real life, and that's like a really good depiction of a seizure. Really, it's like, ooh, I was I was very uncomfortable watching this. It was like graphic because like they're all watching her die. Like right basically, there. yeah. And then it's Clarkson's like really you know 
Oh yeah, it he was, was really unhappy that he's right. Yeah, like uh, Grantham's like, "What is happening?" And Clarkson's like, "It's too late. I told you." Yeah, there's nothing late. I can do. Both the doctors just stand there, and then they even like say, they shout out like Philip, and he's like, "Human life is unpredictable." It's like that's such a cop out, you you cheap, yeah, you cheap man. That's it's it's a lot. Yeah, it's a heavy scene. Yeah, it, it you feel the gravity of it. And I think that's why this episode stands out as like one you don't forget about because it's just they're all there. Yeah, what's his uh, Alan Leach? Is that who plays Tom Branson? Yeah, he is great. Yeah, he's falling apart. He I, is so good in that scene. Yeah, I felt for him. And then Cora too. The, yeah. the look on her face. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a cry face. Um, I can only imagine just watching a child die. Oh my god, that's so so awful. Yep. <laughs> um. And it was it who says like Grantham does say like she's twenty four years old or whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, man, life comes at you fast. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, that's pretty callous. Not the right. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and you know what's so oh so depressing too is like you know she dies. They have that moment of silence, and you hear the baby crying in the next room, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, this life goes on. It it's so heartbreaking. It's. It is, but I will say this. Mm-hmm. Why does this happen? Why does the arc, not that the, obviously Sybil's death is, is the episode. Yeah. Why is it so much based on Dr. Clarkson and Sir Philip? Mm-hmm. Why is this episode a redemption story for Dr. Clarkson? Why? <laughs> is it really a redemption story so much? Yeah, because like- it's like all of a sudden, you know, like oh, he's yeah. been so wrong so many times. Oh, that's true. That this episode serves to sort of. Make it like, oh, maybe we should have trusted this guy. Yeah, but it's funny. And in that case, mission not accomplished because I misremembered this episode that Clarkson was the one who gave the bad advice the entire time. And I was waiting for this episode to be like, Mr. Clarkson's like the worst doctor ever. And now I, I completely misremembered this episode. So it didn't, they really didn't course correct well enough for me to remember. Like, <laughs> I, under, I understand the idea that there's a, a contention between these two. Mm-hmm. But Sir Philip is such a heel Yeah, in this whole episode. Mm-hmm. That when you never like from the second this disagreement starts, you can see the writing on the wall that Sybil's going to die. Yeah. 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 Because why on earth would they just make Clarkson look like a buffoon mm-hmm. just to do that? Yeah. Like, why would they put so much effort into this guy bringing him down if she wasn't going to die? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, Though I do remember being shocked watching this for the first time that she died. I wasn't. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. That was heavy. Um, I'm just glad to know that Clarkson's maybe a good doctor from here on out. Maybe he's a reputable, reputable man. Yeah. Uh, well, did did uh, did the actress who plays Sybil? Did she go on to anything? Did she leave the show for something? So I, I looked up that after watching the episode, and she said she didn't want to be stuck like in a rut playing the same actress for more than a few years or whatever. Like it's it, like she'd rather move on and learn what else is out there than just be stuck in a role there. And I think she went on and immediately did that. Forgettable Colin Farrell movie, uh, Winner's Tale, uh, uh, and that movie tanked. I think Will Smith plays Satan in that movie. Well, well there you go. If yeah, you ever want to see where Sybil or Jessica Fen- Finley Brown went with her career, go watch that movie. Um, she went and did a BBC miniseries of uh, Jamaica Inn, which is. Uh, Should have stayed on Downton. I think, honestly, like, you're only there for like two and a half seasons. That's not that long a time. Like, like you know, I don't worry about being stuck in a job if I'm only there for what a year and a half, essentially, or two years. Like, yeah, and Downton only got more popular from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, her arc too is like, what is that? So she marries Math uh, Branson, and then like she's kind of completes her whole like rebel thing. So I guess it's kind of okay that she 
passes at this time because she's kind of like seen a whole like shift in who she was over that time. But I just feel like we missed out on more that could have yeah, been with her. Absolutely. Um, it, she she really did. She hasn't capitalized on everyone her her fan favorite status. Yeah, and to be fair, I think this death is like one of the first things that kind of like. I know like down like was really popular at that moment but like it kind of like hurt viewership maybe a little bit where people were just like wait a second you just kill off a family member willy-nilly like that like I think that may hurt the show a little bit but uh yeah, yeah maybe. it's still popular it's still massively yeah, it's popular still, exactly I hope she comes back for the movie somehow a flashback yeah why not yeah we'll see ghost uh ghost Jessica Finley Baron I'm down for it hey we've already discussed thoroughly on this podcast ghost of Downton. we yeah. have our Third ghost. Bring back the Ouija board, and she's there talking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As sad as that is. Yeah. Uh, so this news travels around the the, the house that she's dead. Um, really nice moment with Carson too when Daisy asks, like, "What do we do?" And like, you carry on. Yeah. Like really, really, really sold it. Mm-hmm. And Barrow is great. I felt so bad for Barrow actually. Like, it's so rare to see him, like, actually, like, you know, give a shit about anyone, care about anyone, rather. Um, and he actually, like, he's bawling. He's, like, because he... And he says that she they worked together in the hospital, and she was the only person who was nice to him. Yeah, you forget about that, that they did time together. Yeah, the thing is, the, the, the Barrow is a character that is, like, a bad, bad, like, sniveling guy. Mm-hmm. But you see, as he's in the hospital, and this happened with the guy who killed himself... Mm-hmm. Like he, he doesn't want to be bad. Yeah, We're all he has human. this set of circumstances in his life that make it really difficult for him to be happy. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that he is the way he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a troubled soul. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a real tough, tough scene. Yeah, yeah. And then Hughes walks in and she says, you know, she's weeping. Although you can't really tell, see the tears. She's like, "Don't mind me. We're all going through it." Yeah, don't mind me. We all die eventually. <laughs> As she told us she weeks ago. She clicks her heels. <laughs> I don't have cancer. <laughs> I don't have cancer. I'm going to live. Um So, I mean, let's loop back on Tom because I feel like we've talked a lot about Sybil and we'll continue talking about Sybil. Or is there anything else we should I did like the tracking say, shot of like when they were going to do the funeral, like Violet walking, like you know they keep the shot on her and she's like trying to keep it together and she can't do deal mm-hmm. and you know and what does she she says something to Carson and I wrote it down. I guess I didn't write it down. All right, yeah, yeah. She walks in and she says, uh, you know, she's like, we've really been through some things here, mm-hmm. you and I. Yeah, and, and you know, I just feel, yeah, feel bad for Cora and Branson. Cora has a moment with oh, the, the body, is tough, where she doesn't want to leave the body. And then Ma- Mary and uh, Edith have a really nice little moment. <laughs> it's also like those two keep it so real. Oh yeah, with yeah. each other, it's like, can we get along now? Probably not. Yeah, I like. But since <laughs> this is the last time that the three of us will be together in this world, let's do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, they're talking because there's a body in the room. Like, and that Mary oh. can't like put down her guard to be like, we can't be friends, Edith. <laughs> like. Damn, that's that's some real heat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess if you think about the stuff they've done to each other, it's it's warranted. Yeah, but the move the so the episode leaves on a stinger there with Cora blaming Grantham for what happened. Yeah, because he sided so heavily with Sir Philip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Phil. Yeah, and also the episode ends with Branson back framed by a window holding the baby. The reverse. Yeah, he's looking out. Yeah. So it's back to Branson being trapped within a window. But it's different. 
It's different. Instead of him looking in at this world that he'll never have, it's him looking out on this world that he doesn't want to be part he of. Left. Yeah. That he left behind for this woman who's now dead. Yeah. He's stuck. So sometimes you just don't want to get trapped in that window. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, now let's circle back uh, to yeah. Tom Barrow. Yeah. Oh sure. Okay. Jimmy. Yeah, J- James, you mean. James. How should we refer to him? By his nickname or by his formal name? Do they even refer to him by name in this episode? They, they call him Jimmy once. Yeah, so just call him Jimmy. Because I couldn't remember. He his, wants to be called Jimmy. I couldn't remember his name until they reminded me. So Jimmy wants to turn the clocks. And O'Brien sure. gives him the advice to go to Tom, Thomas. Yeah. And he calls Thomas the clock expert. Yeah. And then there's a just, it's like, huh, what, what is O'Brien's game there? Because I was like, okay, that's a weird thing to push him towards, Thomas. This is a messed up game she's playing. It's she a, it's has a, crossed the line. Which, it's not new, ter- new territory for her. She's already crossed the line. But this is a really... She killed a baby. She killed, that's, that's true. <laughs> okay, so yes. She, she has, after trying to make good, mm-hmm. this is horrendous. Yeah. This behavior. Yeah. So she's put, it's so messed up. She's pushing this innocent guy towards a man who clearly has designs for him. And then we see the scene of the, the clock fixing with Thomas with his hand on Jimmy's shoulder. And then there's a scene where Jimmy's like, or, you know, uh, O'Brien's like, if you really want to succeed, you have to stay close to him. Yeah. And Jimmy's like, I don't want to deal with this guy. Like, goes, well, he has the ear of the Lord. So if you... If you don't stay, you know, if you don't stay in his good graces. Mm-hmm. Marching orders. Uh, but Jimmy's like, doesn't want anything to do with it. He sees what's going on. You can even see how Thomas like says to him, like, when they're fixing clock, do you, do you feel an increase in resistance? It's like, huh? And granted, Thomas should not be that. Mm-mm. That wouldn't fly in 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, O'Brien is really pushing... Granted, in 2018, it would be okay for a Thomas guy would have grinder and he'd be fine or whatever. Yeah, he, yeah. Would be, he would be a okay. Yeah, but hopefully, uh, but he is. He shouldn't be crossing this line. But O'Brien is pushing Jimmy to not say anything to resist it. Yeah. So O'Brien's sinister. basically trying to force Thomas to do something foul mm-hmm. in the eyes of everyone else in the house, not in the eyes of humans in 2018, because we're a little more. Uh, accepting and aware of yeah diversity right but it's just so ugh. It, it, it makes me uneasy yeah it's it's not it's not pleasant I, if I, you're taking o'brien's side in this fight for mm-hmm. this season long arc something's wrong with you yeah i also think this is why i recall not liking anything involving jimmy because the storyline is just dicky it's not it's not yeah fun. um so daisy she's not getting along with the other new helper ivy yeah, because all the guys are like, Whew. yeah, it's literally Alfred and Jimmy sitting drinking tea or something like catcalling. Like literally, yeah. Uh, and what is uh, Alfred says something like, "I don't see how anyone in the world could not like you," or like they something oh must God. be wrong if someone doesn't like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Daisy's just like telling like Ivy to pipe down or whatever. Yeah, she's like, just she's a mean Daisy. Yeah, I, I don't like this, what they're doing to Daisy. She just comes off as just spiteful, just mean-hearted. I don't mm-hmm. like it. That's not a good look. And Ivy is not doing so great. Yeah. And she messes up something. Well, also, like, Daisy seems to be putting a lot of work on her, like, yeah, plate. Yeah. So, like, she's going to mess up because she's just given too much. Mm-hmm. So she messes up on whatever she was making. Mm-hmm. And then 
Alfred mm-hmm. saves her. Yeah. And gives her the credit. And Pat Moore sees it. Yeah. Pat Moore sees it. And and so we know Alfred can cook. Mm-hmm. Because he worked in the hotel, right? Right. He was the hotel guy. Yeah, yeah. He, she sees him cook. And then she sees him help Ivy. And then Daisy, she makes her say thank you to mm-hmm. Ivy. Ivy. Daisy has to say thank you to Ivy. And then real slick, mm-hmm. Pat Moore says, Alfred's not going to like you anymore for treating Ivy like that. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Pat Moore's, Pat Moore's speaking for all of us. Pat, like, that's like, Pat Moore's slick. Yeah. She's good. She's a, never loved her. She has a grating I, voice. Watching her again, though, she's building up credibility. Yeah. yeah. Ever since the sunglasses. Yeah. 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 Uh, someone else has a new job, too. Ethel. Oh, brother. <laughs> it's funny because uh, yesterday on Instagram, I saw someone ask, um, uh, what's your best, what's the best thing that Isabel's ever done? And it's like, well, actually, giving Ethel a job is a pretty nice thing. Although I don't like how it was handled uh, in this episode. She's, again, Isabel, Isabel cannot get off of her high horse. Yeah. Like, she can't consider, like, how, what this does to Miss Bird. Like, it's yeah, so. Mrs. Bird is like, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. And. And, excuse me, and then she's like, well, you can either, you can pack up and you can put your letter in and I'll give you a recommend, you know, I'll give you a recommendation. Yeah. It's so, it's so rude to someone who's worked for you for so many years. Like. Because, and it's, it, it's such a tight knit house to work in. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't even field her concern. Yeah. Or you can't even say like, let's work on this together. No, right. you just need to say, I'm so high and mighty that i'm gonna hire someone who's so down in her luck mm-hmm. and it's like yeah we should not look down on her because she's a prostitute but at the same time it's different times like she has like you know there's standards back yeah. then isabel i don't like i don't like this character yeah she's too self-righteous yeah it's grating uh she and then, then we find that ethel can't bake she can't even make good tea yeah she can't even make good tea <laughs> which is like not that she can't make a kidney pie or whatever that is yeah 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 Really, yeah. um, but Mosley goes because uh, Miss Bird reports this to Mosley, <laughs> and he reports it to Carson, and Carson is just like, "What? You can't have you know her." Carson, working. Yeah, Carson's like, "No, none of our ladies are allowed to go over there, and none of the footmen either." And Mosley's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, because just a, a footman going on there will be seduced by this prostitute." Yeah, I, I do like uh, Carson saying, "I didn't think she was running a brothel in Miss Crawley's kitchen." Yeah. <laughs> Because that's just what it turns into when you hire a prostitute. You know, it just turns into a brothel wherever you are. So just be wary of that, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, in other news, uh, with the downstairs, Bates? Sure. You can get to Bates. <laughs> I like the first scene of Bates and Anna. It's like, I can't tell you exactly why all the things with the letters happened. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we finally got a clue into the framing. Yeah, she had dough, dough under her fingernails. <laughs> yeah, like I, I forgot the entire detail. Vera. Yeah, I forgot the entire detail that she died from eating a pie, that she may have been poisoned or whatever. But apparently, that was the whole what it hung around was the fact that she may have baked this pie for herself to kill herself. Yeah, to put Bates in jail. And as he says afterwards, I hope she's burning in hell. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or no, Anna's the one who says, I hope she's burning in hell. And Bates is like, let's not talk about no, that. Yeah, he says, don't go down that road. Once you do, you can't get off it. All right. I mean, isn't that wrong to say, I hope she's burning in hell? She framed you for murder. Like, this is, All right. Just don't go down that road, Anna. 
Um, but but uh, during all of this though, Craig, <laughs> Craig, and I got we got the name of the the officer Durant. Oh my god, Craig and Durant, what a tag team! <laughs> Durant is a big goof. Like yeah. I see this guy, it's like. Yeah, he's like six oh foot five, God. and he just looks like, like an ugly man. <laughs> yeah, he he looks doofy. Um, but they're scheming to like read Bates's letters and like, try- what's going on with him? Yeah, they want to get the inside scoop on like how to like end Bates. So like- so Durant got like a write up. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see how how Bates gets out of this one. I don't and know. There's a really funny shot of like Mr. Bates, and then in the background, it's like you just see. Durant and Craig. Oh, yeah. Watching them. <laughs> Why are these guys hanging out? You think the other guards would be like, what, it, what are you doing with this guy? That's probably why he got a write-up, right? Well, he probably got a write-up for reporting that Bates had something and they didn't have something. Or maybe it's for hanging out with Craig too much. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the, the warden is like, that Craig man. Yeah. He's a serial killer. You shouldn't hang out with him. <laughs> He's murdered 10,000 people. Yeah, we don't know what Craig no, did, actually. No, um, Murray visits him. Uh, the... The retainer, uh, yeah. Grantham's retainer, uh, to try and go interview Bartlett. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, so they want to lure her without letting her know why they're interviewing her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. But why was Murray there? Oh, yeah, he was called because to the... Because of that. Yeah, he was called to the manor. But Matthew also wants Had his to own business. Yeah. make use of the farmland. Yeah. Matthew's looking ahead for things in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- apparently there was a farmland that was in disrepair just uh, residing on Downton's... I think like, the, the the tract of land that Downton has is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we are led to believe that they have all of this land. Mm-hmm. And they just let a farm go to waste because no one was using it. <laughs> Grantham's actually bad at his job of managing the manor. But it's, it, there's no way that the I know. Granted, the circumstances of this episode changed things, but mm-hmm. the last episode ended with Matthew being like, "Funds are being mismanaged." Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, they never quite get to it. They just say there's a farm in disrepair. Well, maybe he's trying to fix the the funds going out the door by having funds coming in with the farm. Yeah, but they never say that. Yeah, I don't know. Just trying to put and it together. Things get so heavy here that I think I don't think they'll ever outright address it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Matthew has played. So he's talking with Murray to try and like talk about investing in the farm. Yeah, just talk about it. And yeah. then Mary walks in and she's like, no way. Cora just, or Sybil just died. Why, why are you doing this? Yeah, not uh, a great, not a great moment. No, but Matthew also has another question for uh, for Sir Philip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he addresses, you know, his injury. How are my swimmers doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, like, Philip asks him, is everything working as it should? And then Matthew quickly says, oh, yes. Uh, but they've been trying for p- months. And, and what's Philip's uh, advice? Anxiety. Yeah, calm down. What does that mean? By, what does he mean by anxiety? Probably stressing himself out. So he's just not getting the job done? His swimmers are, are, are stressed. So they're not performing to their full potential. Well, thanks thanks for that bit of advice, uh, Philip. <laughs> We all know how credible you are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, I think that's most of the episode, except for uh, Edith. Oh, yeah, Edith gets a job offer. Yeah, editor of The Stretch. Uh, they want a weekly column. Yeah, she informs Matthew and Grantham, and Grantham says it's probably because of your name and title. <laughs> and I think Grantham actually has a point. <laughs> Doesn't matter, though. No, no, it's good for her. 
Yeah, he's he's trying to rain down on a parade because he doesn't like what she's doing. But I think there's some merit to what he says, but it goes both ways, maybe. We didn't. The problem is we, we didn't did. see the article that she wrote. Yeah, we didn't get to read it. The, I guess you could say like maybe they should have posted it online. I don't know <laughs> something that we could see that you know that is good. We don't know if it's good or bad. We need to verify for ourselves that uh, Edith can can write. Because if you were to say there's one newspaper that wants something just to sell copies, mm-hmm. I don't think it's this newspaper. We're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it. We're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> I think it's someone else's newspaper. I know. Somebody <laughs> will always take that Some, column. Yeah, for sure. And I'll retweet the picture of it too. So, okay. <laughs> All right. Good to good to know. Um I think that covers it in terms of the major plot lines for this episode. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's really a question of whether or not this is a good episode. This is a seminal episode. Yeah, this is And good is not a nice word to say in regards to this no, episode. No, this is an outstanding episode. This is yeah. Oof. Yeah. A lot to th- This th- I I don't get excited to record this podcast when the episode is something like this. Yeah, it's sad. Because how can we how can we make this enjoyable to other people? But mm-hmm. if uh hopefully we don't get any one-star reviews for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not our fault. It's the show. Yeah, it was a sad episode. It's a sad episode. Oh, well, yeah. We'll revisit Sybil when we feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the power rankings. Mm-hmm. There's only one on the bottom for me. Only one? Only one. So, Everything else is, is regarding that. I don't want to, you know. Is it is it Philip? What? <laughs> he's he's number three for me. You could, so you go through three and two, yeah. and I'll just say whether or not number three is Philip because he just isn't good at his job. Mm-hmm. And I almost want to put him one because he's the reason why Sybil is the ultimate downer, mm-hmm. who was actually doing really well in our power rankings too, and now she has this uh, negative three shot. We gotta figure out a way to balance the rankings where people don't show up in later seasons, so like skew it towards based on. You just want Carlisle off the list. I think it's got to be. I mean, to be fair, like, come on. Um, number two is Branson. It's understandable. Actually, to be fair, can I revise this? It's Robert, if you were to if, do- Philip is an honorable mention. It's Cora, Branson, Sybil. Not R- Robert. No, Robert is the reason why he chose. He, so he shouldn't be on the bottom three. He's not dead, and he's not Cora or Branson. <laughs> Cora's just sad. Everyone is sad. Everyone is very sad. But you really feel for Cora in this episode, in a way I don't think you even felt felt for her after her yeah that's um, mis- miscarriage or whatever. Like that's the scene of her in the the bedroom is like oh my god yeah so she is so good yeah so and Cora's not a Cora's never getting any positive attention from us yeah so to speak you know really right. so Cora's down uh, Philip I just hope I never see you again I I don't think you'll see him. He's also dead in real life now. He so, is? Yeah, he died last year. Rest in peace, uh, Piggott, I think it was the last name. Um, wow. I'm sorry. Well, I didn't, I, I mean, number one's obvious. Sorry, rest oh, in peace. Wait, who's number one? Oh, oh down, you mean? Oh, yeah. yeah, Sybil. I just said that, you know, losses, I don't want to tell you who has a harder loss. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm telling you, it's Cora, then Branson. Because <laughs> Branson has to raise a baby on his own. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who's up? I have Dr. Clarkson at number three. Okay. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. That's fair. I don't like that the episode was about him being right and another guy being wrong, but you know, such is life. Yeah. I have, I have Ethel at number three. I have Ethel at number two. She got a job. No matter how good she is at it, she's got a job. She took advantage of, uh, self-righteous Isabel. Yeah. Uh, Number two, I have Anna. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I have Bates at number one, so... Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the designs are from Craig and uh, Durant on him, so Anna j- doesn't know any better, so she's happy, so I, I 
and she also did the detective work too. Yeah, that's right. She's a good detective. Yeah. Number one, I have Clarkson. You have him at number one. <laughs> yeah, man. This is a big week for improving his credibility in my book. Wow. Uh, yeah, he really came through. Um, He's definitely shifted more towards Dr. Hibbert from Dr. Nick. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he could have saved... He could have saved Civil, and then they didn't trust him. So I think the key word there is could have, which is why he's not number one for he, me. He, he got a, he got a, a letter from Cora uh, That's apologizing. True. That's true. Not that, that would what, really... a, what a scene when she's like, I'm going to write Dr. Clarkson. Why? he was right. Because he, he was right. Exactly. So shout out to Dr. Clarkson doing his job. Yep. Philip. Also, rest in peace. <laughs> Isabel has yeah. proven to be an effective doctor in the past. Oh, why didn't they consult her? Why isn't she more involved? Is it is is she well, is, are things still sour because of the hospital? I think she's just too busy. That's six years ago, no, she's too busy running a brothel. I think that's the whole oh, yeah. problem. She's too or uh, what does she have? Um, the home the the center to yeah for women. Women, and she's like, too yeah yeah too busy helping all the other women out there. Not the ones we're giving her too time. much time. She's a boring character at this juncture she's frustrating but hopefully she's good in the guernsey literary potato society yeah maybe you'll find out well we'll find out when we watch that movie all right well let us know if you if you're feeling bad for uh sybil out there still yeah. years later uh how you're coping um we can be help <laughs> yeah. in these hard 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 times thank thank uh thank a doctor the next time you see them yeah 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 they're they're trying they're trying their best uh, but yeah, please follow us on the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up on the reviews on iTunes if you haven't already. Yeah, love the support. Yeah, we got some uh, some more good stuff coming your way. Maybe some giveaways, some so ons and whatnots. Who knows? Yeah, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, hopefully some movie news. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. All right.